This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing, is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. Well, good morning. I'm Jim Lang, and welcome to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, the Halloween weekend edition. Last week, we had friend of the show, Moira Fanning, Chief Operating Officer of the Hamiltonian Society Breeders' Crown, join us. And we talked about the Breeders' Crown elimination races held last weekend, which would set up the finals last night and today at the Meadowlands. Well, carrying on with the Breeders' Crown theme, today we are joined by friend of the show and president of the Hamiltonian Society, and someone that you could say as a driver won a few stakes races in his career, to say the least, Hall of Famer John Campbell. And we'll talk more about today's Breeders' Crown finals of the Meadowlands that will showcase the top standard bred pacers and trotters from around the world, and with a special 12 noon post time. Shortly, John will join us and we'll hear more about what's happening in today's supercar presented by the Libfield Cats Breeding Partnership at the Meadowlands and whether there's a possibility that a standard bred horse of the year title may be awarded after the dust settles today. Also, well, if there is a major stakes race today at Woodbine, then that must mean that Ernie Perry is in the house and actually there's a trio of stakes at Woodbine, including the $250,000 Coronation Futurity for two-year-olds and considered a stepping stone to next year's Queen's Plate Stakes. Ernie, who is a Woodbine head clocker and odds maker, will join us shortly and we'll talk more about all the action at Woodbine today and there's some major stakes events up for grabs. And finally, while he's back, my co-host Larry Simpson will once again try to sniff out some potential betting gems at Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and some other North American tracks racing today with our Ponies Picks of the Day, sponsored by Rocket Ship Racing. It's going to be a great show, so you better get your HPI and Dark Horse accounts ready to go for some heavy-duty action today. When we come back, my co-host Larry Simpson will join us as we catch up on some recent racing horse racing news, including a preview of next weekend's Breeders' Cup stakes to be held this year, Del Mar in California. Halloween indeed. We'll be right back. Hang on. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. More from the track when we come back on 105.9 The Region. Go from Dark Horse to Winner. Dark Horse is Woodbine's new easy-to-use betting app that brings the thrill of the track right to you. Its AI-powered insights and strategies help you make smarter bets straight out of the gate. Feel the excitement of live-streamed horse races wherever you go. Get $30 to start betting when you sign up today using promo code GET30. Download the app for free at PlayDarkHorse.com. Available on Android and Apple devices. The Horsemen's Benevolent and Protective Association of Ontario, the HBPA, has represented thoroughbred owners and trainers at Woodbine and Fort Erie racetracks since 1950. The HBPA provides members and their hardworking employees with medical insurance, pensions, benevolence, negotiations with racetracks, and government and provides vital industry information to the horse people. For more information on the HBPA of Ontario, please visit our website at hbpa.on.ca. Lymphoma Canada and Ponies 24-7 recommend that you don't horse around with lymphoma. Lymphoma affects the lymphatic system of both horses and humans, and currently there are over 100,000 Canadians living with the disease. Lymphoma is also the most common cancer diagnosis for adolescents and young adults. Visit lymphoma.ca slash ponies to donate to the Don't Horse Around with Lymphoma campaign. With your help, we can promote early detection, assist newly diagnosed patients, and support lymphoma research. This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing, is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. 
Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. Welcome back to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. I'm Jim Lang. I'll let me introduce to you my co-host, the expert in all things ponies. Everyone loves his picks every week. The one and only Larry Simpson. Larry, how are you? I'm doing okay. How about you? Excellent. Excellent. A lot of people pretty excited. The Breeders' Cup taking place at Del Mar in California next Friday and Saturday. Uh, a lot of people looking at a neat horse called Echo Zulu, the sire, to Gunrunner. But a lot of eyes on Hot Rod Charlie and what's going to be an outstanding race in the Breeders' Cup. Yeah, the Breeders' Cup Classic on Saturday is a $6 million purse for a mile and a quarter, and usually the the winner of this race goes on to pretty good stud deals. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot at stake. A lot of these horses already have deals uh, in, uh, you know, for the various uh, stallion barns and that. But, no, you've got uh, Nick's Go, you've got Express Train, you've got Art Collector, Medina Spirit, Kentucky Derby winner, well, still a Kentucky Derby winner, uh, Max Player. Essential Quality, who was, uh, you know, the early uh, favorite for the Kentucky Derby. So a lot of good uh, horse stock racing in there. After everything the horse racing industry has been through the pandemic, to see that much money on the line for these kind of races, it augurs well for the industry. It's a great sign wrapping up this year, looking ahead to 2022. Well, it is. And it's it's an exciting two days of racing. You've got the best of the best from around the world competing. Yes. And uh, I especially like it because there's a lot of turf races and you get a lot of these European horses that come over and, and, and race on the turf and against our North American horses. And, uh, you know, it, it's just great racing. And it's a challenge for handicappers. You're getting horses from Ireland and France and England that maybe you don't know as well as the ones from the Canada, United States. You just don't. I think it's it's a little easier now than it was maybe a few years ago because they've got all these prep races that we've been mm-hmm. covering over the last few shows. But a few years back, there wasn't that many of these prep races. They just showed up. Well, yeah, they'd show up, and, and we've already had the discussion that there's time form ratings, but there's really no past performances so, you know, I was always taught with a time form rating, you took it and you uh, deducted 14 and that gave you your buyer speed rating. So then you could compare it to like a North American speed rating. But the only thing you've got is comments and, you know, it'll say that the horse got left at the gate or he was lugging in or whatever, but there is no charts or anything. So it's a guessing game, but, you know, every once in a while you hit a, a, a nice ticket and it, and it pays well because it is a guessing game. Breeders' Cup this weekend, Breeders' Crown, or Breeders' Cup next weekend, Breeders' Crown this weekend, Nola exciting and no less important. Exactly. And it's the best of the best on the standard bread set. Friend of the show, friend of all in harness racing, John Campbell joining us again today to talk about what's a great weekend of the Meadowlands of Breeders' Crown Finals for three-year-olds and so much more. Uh, John, it's great to have you back. It's an exciting weekend again for standard bread horse race fans, trainers and drivers and everyone involved. This is a big weekend. Yeah, yeah the Breeders' Crown Series uh, since its inception in 1984 has just grown and grown in uh, you know, in popularity and importance, and uh, it it really resonates with, uh, especially the horsemen. You know, because it means so much to some of these horses for year-end boating, and what what happens when their uh, careers are over. And you won your share of uh, Breeders' Crown events, eh? Yeah, I was very fortunate. It came along in 1984, and I was you know fairly young. I was only 29 at the time, so I got to race. And participate in a lot of breeders' crowns, and fortunately had uh, you know some success at it. You know the amazing thing, John, is you know sports has ebbs and flows, and trends come and go. But I mean, since '84, that's a long run. That's good staying power for an event that doesn't seem like it's going anywhere anytime soon. 
I hope not. Uh, I would say based on, uh, you know, the popularity and uh, response we get uh, from the racetracks and the fans and the participants, I, I think we're going to keep growing, to tell you the truth. I think it's uh, the British Crown Series is just going to be more and more important as we go along. And last week you had your eliminations, and uh, tonight you've got uh, your uh, Breeders' Crown finals for the three-year-olds and the open class. Uh, anything catch your eye in the eliminations last week? There was a couple of horses that caught my eye. Um, branded by Lindy, uh, he certainly looked very, very impressive. I've always been a believer that uh, when you're going into a final after eliminations, that the elimination winners are the horses to beat. So uh, he's certainly one that uh, he's on the upswing. He he got, gained a lot of confidence in Lexington racing there, and he's just stepped up to where he's one of the leaders in the division right now. So I expect he'll be uh, hard to deal with there. The two-year-old pacing fillies, that, that's going to be a really good race. I think Nikki Hill, you know, looked, you know, was dominant. And uh, although she raced well last week, she just didn't win. So once there's that doubt in the uh, opponent's mind that this filly can get beat, things become a little tougher for her. She just doesn't get uh, her, their own way. I, I found that myself when you had a horse that looked dominant. You, things kind of fell into place. But once they got beat, it, it changes everybody's opinion and changes the strategy of it. So I think that'll be an interesting race as well. Speaking with John Campbell, the president of the Hamiltonian Society and Breeders' Crown, and John, in your current role, it must be hard. You're watching these races. Your mind must go right into the into the cart, thinking that you're you're driving one of these horses. You must get those instant feelings every time you watch some of these huge stakes races. Uh, I don't so much anymore. I, I did the first year or so when the weather was good. It only takes about three drops of rain, and I don't give it a thought <laughs> anymore. To tell you the truth, uh, but no, I uh, you know I've, I've been been away from it for four years. Uh, I'm very content in my role. I'm, I feel very fortunate that I can still be around uh, the big events and, uh, you know, participate from the sidelines, so to speak. So, uh, no, I, I, don't, uh, I don't have the urge anymore. I certainly look at it from a, a driver's point of view when I'm looking at these races and the, and the guys that are driving the favorites and how I think the race is going to shake out. I do uh, have a different perspective than maybe some uh, folks on that. But uh, as far as the urge, uh, that, that's passed. You know, I was still driving a lot of stake horses, uh, but this opportunity at the Hamiltonian Society came along, and, and I knew it was just a matter of time. I was going to run out of uh, clients. There's no question about that. Ronnie's right about that. So when it came along, I, I just felt it was a, a really good opportunity for me. And as I said to, uh, I said to my wife, Paula, and, uh, and my daughters when we discussed it, I said uh, I'd rather quit a year too early than a year too late. I mean, to the untrained eye, John, people see harness racing and think, well, oh, harness racing is harness racing. But obviously, it has changed over the years since you were at your peak. What are the biggest changes that you've seen? Well, the, the horses have changed so much. They used to, you know, if you use them leaving the gate, they, they had to be, you know, rated and rested almost to the next till the head of the stretch. Now, these, these top horses, and it was the same way even uh, the last uh, 10 or 15 years that I was driving, that when they make the front, if they're used hard, they only need a little more than an eighth of a mile breather, and they can still finish. They, they might not win, but they just don't stop like they used to, and the, the horses are so much more athletic. Uh, the, uh, the gate is so much more efficient, both the trotters and pacers, and, and they just, uh, it's, uh, it's a speed game. 
And the fact that we go a mile is turned into a lot of these races just into a, a mile sprint. Last week we had Moira uh, fanning on, and she had mentioned that uh, it looks like next year uh, you guys are coming with the Breeders' Crown to Woodbine Mohawk Park. Are you looking forward to coming back home? Yes, we, we you know we've had discussions, and uh, we're very optimistic that we'll be back. And and why wouldn't you be? They put on uh, a great Breeders' Crown. It was just a tremendous uh, weekend, a tremendous event. Um, Woodbine, you know, they they know how to put on big events, and um, you know they're one of the name name brands. Uh, signals on the simulcasting network. So when you, when you go to Woodbine, everything is positive. There's no doubt about that. It's Halloween weekend. Obviously, everyone's having a lot of fun with Halloween weekend, but serious business with the Breeders' Crown. Uh, it, how, as, as, a, as a driver and in the business, can you have a little fun on Halloween weekend when you know you have so much at stake on a weekend like this? Sunday, uh, it'll be a, uh, a day uh, day off, and we've got five-year-old twin granddaughters that are so excited about Halloween, so I'm looking forward to that. Thanks, John. Always a pleasure. Friend of the show, friend of all harness racing. Uh, great weekend. Enjoy Halloween. We'll talk to you soon. Take care, my friend. All right. Thanks for having me on, guys. I really appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure. When we come back, Ernie Peary's in the house and joins us on Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. We'll talk about the Coronation Futurity and the rest of today's Woodbine Thoroughbred Action. Stay tuned. The Halloween edition of Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. We'll be right back. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Follow us on Twitter at 1059 The Region. We'll be right back. Enjoy the thrill of the race anytime with HPIBet.com, the number one betting site for experienced horse players. Join for free and watch and wager when you can't bet at the track. Stream live racing from over 500 tracks from around the world. Bet with ease from anywhere. It's safe and secure. Sign up today and get one month free live race streaming. Plus, for a limited time, get a $100 bonus and your first bet is on us. Go to HPIBet.com to join for free today. COSA, the Central Ontario Standard Bread Association, proudly serving Ontario horse people. COSA, helping to ensure and support a collaborative and vibrant harness racing industry based on integrity and accountability. For more information, please visit the COSA website at COSAonline.com or call 905-854-2672. Ontario Racing, the excitement of thoroughbred, standard bred, and quarter horse racing at 15 racetracks. We are the voice of the Ontario horse racing industry, and we direct breed improvement programs, set annual race dates, and work on attracting new horse owners and race fans. Ontario Racing is committed to supporting a vibrant industry with one vision, working together for a stronger horse racing community. To get your horsepower, go to OntarioRacing.com and experience the excitement. Ontario Racing, three breeds one vision. This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. Welcome back to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Well, Woodbine head clocker and track odds maker Ernie Peary joins us again today as Woodbine hosts a trio stakes races, including the $250,000 Coronation Futurity for two-year-olds considered one of the first stepping stones to next year's Queen's Plate Stakes. Besides being a clocker and odds maker, Ernie is also a respected handicapper. And today, Ernie will shed some light on the Woodbine Stakes and maybe provide us with a couple handicapping best bets on the Woodbine card. Ernie, as always, a pleasure. How are you, my friend? Hey, thanks for having me today, guys. Everything's great. 
I'm looking at uh, Saturday's races, and I see the Minkster. I see Shamiter. I see some tough calls and some talented horses in this race. You're absolutely right. Uh, the Minkster, you know, I, I made Gunsluff favorite, and I could have probably switched uh, that to the Minkster. The Minkster debuted. Uh, we had that horse on the clocker report, debuted, paid, uh, went off at 5-1, to one, and I know Danny Vell is really, really high on this one. And there's 14 horses, and I think all 14 of them have a shot. Eh? Yeah, I mean, I put one on the clock report here that's 20 to 1 with a shot. So, yes, it is one of those races. And, uh, you know, if you're, if you're a buyer player and you look at the buyers, they're all relatively in that same range from 58 to 66. So nobody really stands out on buyers, and uh, that makes it a nice competitive race. And we're seeing some pretty, a smaller field, but some pretty good horses and good jockeys, Patrick Husbands and Super Legacy in the $125,000 display stakes. Yeah, so that's uh, another race that uh, there's a, there should be, could be a heavy favorite, Ironstone. This is one of the best working horses this year at Woodbine. Um, this, uh, the trainer, Willie Armada, has done a fantastic job with this horse. They hadn't paid much for him. He went 46 and one the other day so easily, uh, 57 and three the time before when he uh, won this race. So, I mean, he, he's gotten very easy now. He is facing open company, and that's a big jump. So, you can look at number five, Hixie, there as a potential uh, threat to Ironstone. But Ironstone's done everything right so far uh, with these. Um, I'm going to stick there maybe, but, you know, 24 Mamba's another one. Uh, an open horse. And what I mean by open is, you know, those races that uh, Ironstone ran in were for horses sired in Ontario and whatnot. So hmm. tougher company, but uh, still we've got to respect the speed. Okay, let's talk about uh, Woodbine in general, handicapping Woodbine in general now, Ernie. We're getting into the latter months of the season. Uh, there's less and less turf races, and eventually they're going to be, be finished. Uh, do you find that you have to change your handicapping scope when you're getting into the end of the season? Is there maybe some other angles that are working better than maybe didn't before, or some new ones that just pop up? Or? Well, for to, to answer your first, the first part of that, we are off the turf today and the rest of the year. Okay. So we will definitely be off uh, turf racing for the rest of the year. Okay. But what it is is, you know, these there's there's going to be bigger fields because it gets late in the year. A lot of horses come up from Fort Erie, uh, so that's usually horses uh, you know, at a cheaper valuation. So it's, it's it's tough to dig through those races to find the winner. So I try to stick to you know key races like maiden races. Uh, we have a horse running today in the fifth race, Churchtown for Roger Adfield. Uh, I believe this one could be a key in your pick fours, pick fives. I firmly believe this one has quite the bright future. I've been wrong. I'm, 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 I'm raving about this horse, and I hope it comes through, but I've been wrong before. <laughs> seen things in the morning, but um, I really, really like this horse. as one of my better bets of the year, but it still is horse racing, so we'll see what happens. You know, and Ernie, for maybe listeners that are not aware, how important is it for some trainers and owners to run horses in these races late in the season looking ahead to next year? That's right. So this is a two-year-old that uh, – you would think, um, you know, why is it waited this long? Now, with two-year-olds, you know, they, they, they're growing still, so they get a lot of uh, little problems like shins. Their shins are fully developed and whatnot, so, you know, it takes them this long to get to the races, but uh, 
and some don't make it to the races till the next year. But if if, if they've had the patience and, and they've waited this long, uh, obviously they're they're worth it. So uh, you're going to get a lot of decent horses at this time of year because they've put in a lot of patience with them. Would you say, Ernie, that workouts and good workouts are a lot more important now as we're getting into the latter part of the season than maybe they are at the beginning? Um, I would because there's a lot of horses are fit already. So, um, you know, not many of them work uh, as they did at the beginning of the year because they're being fit. They're fit, so they don't need the works. And, you know, we put in a lot of work at the beginning of the year because we get a lot of horses working out. But the odd one still pops out. Uh, you know, it's run it several times, but might pop out uh, with a good work. There was a horse yesterday in the clock report, Hi Bobby, that's run several times, but had a decent little work in 47 and change, and that horse came back to win at 5-1. to one. So, you know, they're still there, and you can still spot them. Ernie, any other horses Saturday that we should be keeping an eye on that might be a good play? Uh, like I said, I put in, uh, I really, really like Churchtown. Um, uh, I'd be so surprised if the horse didn't run well. Again, being a horse racer, I've been, you've been humbled every day, so <laughs> yeah, that's tough. I, I like Hidden Honor uh, today uh, at 20-1 to 1 in, in the uh, stake race, um, just because it's wide open, and uh, this horse closed. And I'm not a big fan of the post, but this horse closed nicely. Uh, on September 18th, wipe out the turf race. The boggy turf race didn't like the turf, but took some money. So, you know, at a price, and again, not being a fan of the post, but going a mile and an eighth, I think the horse has time to catch up. And I, I guess one other thing, Ernie, that we we're forgetting about with the coronation is there's a lot of horses going turf to Tapita. So, you know, they may be raced well on the turf, but we don't really know how they're going to race on the uh, synthetic surface, correct? Yes, I'm absolutely like God of love. Uh, didn't fare well in the Tapita first time out and uh, loved the yielding turf last time. So, you know, you have to consider that. Um, a lot of horses are like the Minster stretching out for the first time. They're all going to mile and an eighth for the first time for sure. So uh, that's going to be. And there's some maidens in here that, you know, close well that have a chance as well. Ernie, always a pleasure. Thank you, my friend. Enjoy a great weekend. We'll talk to you soon. Be well. Okay, thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. Always. After the break, Larry Simpson looks at some racing action today around North America, including Woodbine and Woodbine Mohawk Park. So make sure that your HBI accounts and Dark Horse app are ready to work overtime today. Stick with us for Larry's much-anticipated, much-beloved Ponies Picks of the Day, sponsored by Rocket Ship Racing. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Listen live at 1059theregion.com. Discover a new breed of excitement with Live Horse Racing. Ontario Racing represents 15 racetracks where you can experience the excitement of thoroughbred, standard bred, and quarter horse racing. To find the racetrack nearest you, go to ontarioracing.com. New to betting? Check out our Betting 101 page and learn about the HPI Bet Wagering platform and the Dark Horse app. The best and safest online betting options. Get your horsepower at OntarioRacing.com and experience the excitement. Ontario Racing. Three breeds, one vision. 
The Horsemen's Benevolent and Protective Association of Ontario, the HBPA, has represented thoroughbred owners and trainers at Woodbine and Fort Erie racetracks since 1950. The HBPA promotes the exchange of ideas to further advance, market, and preserve live racing in Ontario while offering new thoroughbred ownership opportunities. Membership to the HBPA is free for owners and trainers. For more information on the HBPA of Ontario, please visit our website at hbpa.on.ca. It all comes down to the Breeders' Crown on Friday, October 29th and Saturday, October 30th. This year, the Breeders' Crown, presented by Libfell Cats Breeding Partnership, takes place at the Meadowlands Racetrack, and the $6 million year-end series features 12 championship events. Friday night is the top two-year-old trotters and pacers, while Saturday, with a special 12 noon post, there's eight races with four divisions for the best three-year-olds and four for the finest open trotters and pacers. Want to be part of this year's Breeders' Crown experience? Watch and wager on all of the exciting races through your HPI bet account and Dark Horse app. This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing, is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. Okay, before we wrap up our show, of course, what would Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, be without a couple of possible betting opportunities and potential betting gems as Larry gives us his Ponies Picks of the Day, sponsored by Rocket Ship Racing. Larry, take it away. Thank you, Jim. Let's start at Woodbine. And as we mentioned earlier, it's the uh, uh, Coronation Futurity Day, a $250,000 race, a mile and an eighth on the uh, tapita surface uh, for two-year-olds and usually a stepping stone for next year's Queen's Plate, or at least you hope it might be. So it's got a field of 14 starters, and I think all 14 have got a very good shot in this race. But I'm going to kind of step out a little bit and take number 13, Stronger Together, still a maiden, but he's run third in his two uh, lifetime starts, including the cup and saucer stakes a few weeks back. Uh, and he was basically a closing third in that, but uh, he's, he's actually had trouble in both of his races coming out of the gate. So, so wait a sec, you and Ernie's picked side by side here. We're side by side, so maybe, oh. that's, the, maybe that's the exactter box. The third, yeah. <laughs> 13, can you imagine an exactter box, 13, 14? But uh, anyway, as I said, the Stronger Together has had some issues at the start. Uh, but he has closed ground. I think the mile and an eighth distance should just hit him really well between the eyes. And uh, uh, Justin Stein rides him back, which is a good uh, indicator that the horse is uh, probably still in pretty good shape. Mm -hmm. I mentioned earlier he's still a maiden, but there's still a bunch of other horses in this race. So uh, uh, I, this would be the perfect uh, race for him to break his maiden. So Woodbine, race eight, number 13, stronger together. Nice, nice, very nice. What's next? Okay, the Meadowlands uh, has a special 12 noon post. That's important to know. It's 12 noon today for the Meadowlands, and it's the uh, three-year-old in open finals uh, for the Breeders' Crown. Race 8 is the glamour division, you could call it, the three-year-old Colts and Gelding Pacers for a purse of $650,000. There's, I think there's about three or four horses in here that have a shot, but I'm going to kind of take a step on the outside a bit and go to an outsider, the number five horse, Delayed Hanover, who's 10 to 1 in the morning line, gets Yannick Jingra back driving tonight, which is, or today I should say, which is very good. And this horse raced very well last week's elimination. He went first up and had the lead actually into the stretch and just got nailed right on, at the wire. So it was kind of a tough trip for him. He did qualify for the final. I think with the right trip tonight, he could be uh, right there again. So the Meadowlands race eight, number five, delayed Hanover. And next? Santa Anita. 
Uh, Santa Anita is closing down for a bit. It, they'll be, uh, I think they, they race uh, today and tomorrow, and then they're they're done because the horses go to Del Mar, and then we have Breeders' Cup next week at Del Mar, and Santa Anita will be back on Boxing Day. So uh, let's hope we can get a winner today at Santa Anita. Race three is six furlongs on the turf for fillies and mares, and a purse of $63,000. Uh, number four, Thrilling, drops in class, gets a major jockey change, and I think could be the controlling speed today. So Santa Anita, race three, number four, thrilling. And one more today. Woodbine Mohawk Park has an 11 uh, race card tonight. I'm looking at race nine, a one-mile pace for a purse of $20,000. A key handicapping angle is a wire-to-wire horse. That's a horse that leads at every 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 post, you could say. And that's what we hear uh, as forefather uh, led every step of the way last week. Also, this angle works only if the horse is back to race in seven days, and that's what we have here. I like the five to two morning line, and uh, hopefully we can get something close to that when they go to the gate. So Woodbine Mohawk Park, race nine, number three, forefather. As always, a pleasure, Larry. A special hello to our friends, Mark, of the fans of horse racing. Thank you again for joining us for this edition of Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Just remember, if you'd like to receive a free digital copy of the latest Ponies 24-7 magazine, and it's a thing of beauty, trust me. Yes, indeed. You want to just check it out. It was released this week, so email Larry Simpson at theponies247experience at gmail.com. And don't forget about the Ponies 24-7 lymphoma uh, Canada campaign, Don't Horse Around with Lymphoma. For more information on this, go to the landing page, lymphoma.ca slash pony. Stick around, 105.9 The Region, all weekend long. And remember the legend, up next with the Feed York Region's only magazine show. I'll be back here Monday morning. Happy Halloween, everyone. Enjoy your horse racing. Bet wisely. HPI and Dark Horse. We'll talk to you soon. Take care. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine with Jim Lang and Larry Simpson has been brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Tune in next Saturday morning at 8.30 for more on the world of horse racing. This is 105.9 The Region.